Bonds are one of the four categories of character traits that the fifth edition of D&D uses to put together your character's personality. Your character's class, race, and background define what your character does, is, and who they were, respectfully. But even with all that, your character can be completely unique from any other player who made the same mechanical choices. Without figuring out these characteristics, your new character is still a blank slate in terms of how they behave, what they care about, and what really drives them. Personal characteristics like bonds are what make your character come to life and are completely free of any influence from the game mechanics. This is a bit of a less technical discussion, and we're going to go over why it really matters to your character and the game as a whole in today's episode. The D&D bonds found in 5th edition and the other character traits are really only here for newer players. They're a sort of helpful guideline for newbies to do what most veteran players do, or at least should do, automatically. New players are quite likely to roll up Steve the Fighter type characters without really putting thought into how they should roleplay or what their intentions or goals are. Bonds and the other personal characteristics help new players form the core concepts of their character's actual character. The characteristics table can help you get past the imposing blank slate that is a new character and get you the groundwork of real depth. With just a few rolls of a D100, your unknown wizard is the survivor of the fire that killed your parents and you've been trying to crack the philosopher's stone for the last decade. You suddenly have something to work with and you can get past the I'm a wizard and I like magic, I suppose. Bonds are a critical characteristic, doubly so for your DM. Your bonds define your character's convictions, who or what they do, and what they care about. Who would they be willing to risk their lives for? What drives them? What keeps them in a city or a nation? What keeps them away from a city or a nation? All of this information is incredibly useful to your DM, as they now know exactly how to push your buttons and get you hooked into an adventure. Good DMs can and should use your bonds to further the plot, and to make the game a bit more involving. Is your Bond a close friend that you grew up with from your hometown? Well, guess what? They've been kidnapped, and I'm sure you care a lot more that they've been kidnapped as opposed to some villager's son or whatever other cliché that we see a lot at D&D tables. For those of you that may struggle to think of one on your own, you might be asking what your options are. You can choose anything that you want for your character's Bond at the end of the day, and it should link something either to a specific person or thing, or it can be something a bit more general like, I strive to help the common man, or I want to be the greatest at something. The important part is that it should matter to your character. It's not just a quirk or a head-in-the-clouds kind of ideal. Your Bond should be something that you'll always act on if given the chance to do so. Most players will make their own bond or pick one from a table that's provided from their background. But even if you want to use the table, you aren't limited by your background. Some of them certainly make more sense than others for certain backgrounds, but you can choose any bond that you'd like and are encouraged to do so. We have the entire list scrolling through on screen right now, and I'm not going to go through all of them, but I will say that I have some favorites that I like to go to, or at least suggest to people, a rather cliche one, but one that works really well for a long-term campaign is the I come from a noble family and one day I'll reclaim my lands and titles sort of thing. It sets you up for a long-term arc that you can build over many sessions. And again, it's broad enough to where you can kind of make that a bit more specific over time. And then another one that I always love seeing at the table, or rather a variant of it, is that the player is guilty of a terrible crime and they hope to redeem themselves for it. 
maybe not in the altruistic sense, but at least in a way to where the character has either closure or perhaps they've bettered themselves. Just in some way, they have overcome that and made themselves a better person. Surprisingly, the workshop where I learned my trade is the most important place in the world to me has yielded some pretty impressive results in terms of my players creating not only a community for themselves, but a sort of lore-based reason to stay at that workshop. Uh, long story short, I've seen a lot of campaigns kind of just turn into a round of Stardew Valley because they just decided to stay there and live out a fantasy workshop kind of thing. So if that's something that you might want your party to steer into, at least at some point during a campaign, this is one I really like. And for you players out there that want to be a little bit clairvoyant, and for you DMs that want to work with the players for the long-term goal of a much more long-term campaign, I would say the I suffer awful visions of a coming disaster and will do anything to prevent it bond allows you to get a little bit more vague, but also a bit more pointed in terms of where your players are going to go over the course of many sessions. You can kind of build on it as you go along. You can retcon things a lot easier, and you can also derive what your players want from the campaign as it goes on. You don't have to have a set destination, but you can definitely start your campaign with something pretty engaging and dare I say, mysterious by kind of just throwing these visions at a player and then building on it from that. But if there's one that has yielded the least interesting results, I would say it's the my honor is my life bond, if not only because this kind of just turns into the uh, nobody calls me chicken kind of thing from Back to the Future, where if someone just like sneers at them in the wrong direction or does something like that, they have to do the cliche chivalry thing and uphold their honor. And not that that's not fun, it's just kind of like, oh, here we go again. So if you're going to do something like this, add a bit of nuance to it. Like the other personality characteristics, bonds don't have any mechanical impact on the game. You're never going to get a bonus or a penalty to rolls or any sort of stat change from a bond. For instance, if your hometown is about to be attacked and you need to defend it, then you're really acting out of character if your town is attacked and you tuck tail and run. If you still have no idea what should be important to your character or what drives them, you can still roll randomly and use these rolls to inform your character. Xanathar's Guide to Everything is excellent for this if you don't want to do any thinking whatsoever, or if you just want to press the random option on your character. I think you'll find, even when randomly picked, your bond, along with the other personality characteristics, can determine a fresh guideline for your whole personality. I've said it before, and I'll say it here again, I think role-playing is just glorified improv if you haven't thought your character through at least a little bit. I don't think you have to build every single character like it's the first character you've ever built, or with that same level of enthusiasm. But doing just a little bit of legwork can go a long way with not only your DM, but also the players at the table. Thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Be sure to like and subscribe because we put out new videos like this every week. And if you've made your own interesting backstory for a character or anything like that, or if you know someone else that has, I would love to read about it down in the comments. Or if you guys have a favorite one that you just like to go to every single time, I'd like to read about that as well. Thanks again for watching. My name is Patrick Ferguson from Skull Splitter Dice, and until next time, farewell.